For the first time in a long time, the experiment is once again live. Hello! It's me, Scott Ranieri, your guide through the unknown, who has returned from the ether in the abyss from whence I came, back to record yet another episode of the experiment. And this time, we're really going to come back weekly, for reals this time. Uh, here we go. Let me go ahead and set this little timer so that I know for a fact how long this is going to take. So, since I want to make this as very short and brief as possible, that way you guys can just keep, you know, cranking through episodes instead of like two hours episodes and whatever to have in the background. Now nah, we're going to make this nice and lean. So, uh, in the next less than five minutes, I'm pretty much going to explain what's been, what's going to go on right now and we'll lead you into the, this week's episode. So, where's this card? Here we go. All right. So, big intro. The big intro is, yes, the experiment is back regularly. We're going to keep posting new episodes. I'm going to, I don't know why we, it's, I'm a one person show. It's, it's just me at my desk, staring at my bed and my room and my coffee and my air fryer and all those other crazy appliances and electronics I've gathered over the years. And frankly, it's, they're the only friends I have left. <laughs> I'm kidding. I have plenty of friends. They just all live far away from me. Here's the thing. So for the experiment, for the for this initial run of the experiment, it's just gonna get a little like bare bones for the next, I don't know, very long episodes before I realize before I start coming up with the new theme music, before I start coming up with all types of stuff. So for right now, it's just gonna be me suddenly talking out of nowhere. Maybe weird transition noises. Maybe some maybe some sound effects to mask the couple of the sounds to, you know, transition to each segment. I don't know yet. That's what the experiment is all about. It's never the same episode twice. Well, at least I hope it's not. Actually, you know what? I would like it to be the same episode twice. Some stability would be good in my life, maybe. <laughs> I'm saying too much. No, I'm kidding. Let me save that for the other. Let me save that for the uh, the section. So speaking of which, that leads me to the, that's a great segue. The new, we're going to have a new uh, sections for this podcast. So right now what you're listening to is just like the what's new section of it you know intro updates all that stuff letting you know where we're going to go be we're going to head over through this episode in this episode there's going to be and each episode is going to have at least two parts may or may not involve an interview but for the most part it's going to be me reviewing a movie and then me talking about what's been on my mind as of late maybe it's something topical in the news maybe it's something else that's just innocuous and maybe just a reason to have a podcast to rant about crap because every comedian seems to have one Either way, we're going to have fun with this. But this episode is all about... <sighs> Funny enough, this episode is all about introspection. Which is hilarious, because for, for, a, for, for a movie known as John Wick Chapter 4, that's known for, that's known for Keanu Reeves learning how to murder people so efficiently that it's making us all feel horrendously underskilled, I realized something in this little... Uh, on this little card here, I realized John Wick Chapter 4 has to do a lot with introspection. About, you know, he can't kill everybody. And he's not going to be able to take on the world. But guess what? It's uh, it's honestly the best sequel ever. It's just the greatest thing. I have nothing else to say. I'm saving it for the interview. Or I'm saving it for the uh, Scott's Review, as it's called now. So yeah, we're going to head over to Scott's Review. Scott Reviews, John Wick Chapter 4. And that's gonna be, and that's gonna be coming up after this update. 
But also what we're going to have is I've renamed what used to be called Odd Man's Rant is now On My Mind. And what's going to be on my mind for this episode is why it took about three, two to three years for me to record another episode. <laughs> I mean, there are other episodes that have been recorded, but it's like, it, it, why did it take so long? We're, trust me, you're going to get a whole heap and bunch of updates. And this episode is entirely going to last about, this episode, I'm going to try and time it out to be roughly 30 minutes. 30, maybe 32 minutes, maybe 33 minutes, maybe 31 minutes. But we're not going to, no, we're, we're the long gone are the days of like 90 minute stuff unless we have somebody who's being interviewed. Then then we'll milk it. Then we'll milk the time. But for right now, we're going to get short, sweet, and into the point because I'm seeing the hourglass I, or the five minute hourglass I have. For, and, and you know what? I'm going to, it's, 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 it's starting to swivel down there. So it's like the light. Uh, it's like when you're on stage slinging jokes and someone gives you the light you have one minute to make up something that will literally end strong or whatever and so far i've ended strong on most of my comedy sets i'll talk about that as well on the on my mind portion where i just uh, self-reflective but hey we're back it's the experiment it's really happening this time we're gonna have episodes every, come out every monday so that you have your week with that and then we're going to have and um, you know I'll, I'll try to have like clips and whatnot in the in the in-betweens so yeah you know, just kick back, relax, enjoy. It's just another day in the chaotic world that we're in. All right. Well, I'll see y'all soon. Bye-bye for now. All right. What's up? What up, people? All right. We are in, this is Scott Reviews. And yeah. So what we're reviewing today. Yeah, of course. As I mentioned earlier in the episode, we're reviewing John Wick Chapter 4. Uh, yeah, so first off, there we go. That squeak was me turning this 15-minute hourglass because I'm not going to spend an hour talking about John Wick. Not because I don't want to, but because I don't, I, I made a promise to myself earlier to say we're going to do shorter episodes if we're not interviewing anybody. We don't need to drag this out. Oh, and I love how we're doing this because in the background, I'm playing John Wick Chapter 3, Parabellum, the previous film, and the late, great Lance Reddick, is it's loading shotguns with Keanu Reeves, armor piercing, twelve gauge shells, and it's one of and it's my one of my favorite scenes of the franchise. It really is, and that's and this is what leads into and I'm rewatching it as to keep the vibe going as I talk about the latest and the longest John Wick movie as of yet. In fact, let me go ahead and uh, do a bit of slight research. Oh, slight research. Here we go. That's better. I have to remember that I have to lean the mic with me if I'm going to be doing stuff like this. Here we go. Now, here it is. The current runtime listed for John Wick Chapter 4 is, uh, and I'm not, I don't know why I'm saying it's current, like it's going to change anytime, anytime soon. It's two hours and 49 minutes. However, there was apparently a close to four hour cut of this movie. I don't know why. And you know what? I think we need it. We need a four-hour cut of this movie because first off, best sequel yet. The best sequel yet. And frankly, it's just everything is on par. It's like it, there's callbacks. There's meant, There's callbacks to the previous films. There's just 
everything just comes full circle in this movie and you don't expect it to be the full circle movie. That's just the thing. You don't, you didn't feel it that one. You didn't feel the stakes the way you did in the previous, the way you, you know, you didn't feel stakes really in the previous movie as well. Cause he was just killing people, but it was like you had time. There was a huge gap in between four and Parabellum and chapter three Parabellum mostly because of the pandemic, but also because of, you know, just the, in the story, this is the first John Wick sequel that takes place months after, just a handful of months after his, uh, after his, after the end of, of Parabellum. Uh, and the wild part is that every movie before this, basically the sequels before this were just continuing off the first movie. So uh, the John Wick led in the John Wick chapter two almost immediately. Like he gets his car, like, just a mild spoiler if you haven't seen the franchise but if you're listening to this you've obviously seen this you know he gets his you know he, he gets a new dog he gets his you know he you feel like he's gotten the, the story wrapped up it's pretty self-contained and then oh, chapter two starts up with him getting his car back and then chapter and as we know it leads right into chapter three because of him you know capping a member of the high table and then into chapter and that and that leads to consequences all throughout chapter three, where he's declared excommunicado and running for his life. So chapter four leads, brings us to finding out that he is in fact, of course, not dead because duh. And secondly, this meant after getting shot off a roof by Winston. So what happens as of course, John Wick, John Wick is now in the situation where he's just fighting this, just exist away from the table. He's now just trying to, I guess, find some form of peace, I get. I don't know. I honestly think he doesn't know. He, I honestly think he knows what he's fighting for. He's trying to find the peace he had before he even dipped a uh, pinky back in, a pinky toe back into the life, which is a direct reference that they make in both the, fir- to the line that went to a similar remark with the pinky toe reference, phrase, phrasing that, that, uh, <clears throat> that's made in the first movie and the wild part is just that <sighs> it, it's just a, it's just a great movie it's just a such a great movie that i'm like blanking on things because i'm trying to talk about it. but uh winston played by the great sir ian mcshane literally tells him to think that if he dips a pinky toe back into his into this life it's just gonna consume him entirely and it's going to he won't be able to get out of as easily easily as he did the first time and the first time is what led him to kind of shoot a member of the pretty much the like the political upper class of assassins it's the equivalent of shooting a senator shooting like a, a a senator next in line to be the you know next line to be president or something like that it's pretty bad so he's basically his life is forfeit and so he's in a battle to figure out a way of getting out of that and getting away from the content from the world of the continental and the world of assassins so he could finally have peace and this whole movie is an illusion that in the midst of you know pretty much the most the most extraordinarily beautifully you know merged together form of visual effects exquisite stunt work and ridiculous moments action and just character work like let's let's just jump off of it. First off, Donnie Yen needs a succession spinoff solely based on a moment that I will not spoil because if you haven't seen this, you need to earn this moment. There's a moment where he where he literally uses the phrase "fuck off" 
in such a vain in such a heinous way that it makes me it makes me mad that succession is ending on this current four, season four or this current fourth season rather because it makes me angry that he can't go tell logan roy the fuck off or something in the same caliber like i would have loved to watch this man try to consume his other company with that that's yes yes and plus it would have been nice and topical with the whole with the whole u.s versus china relations that in terms of e-commerce and commerce in general so but all that aesthetic aside donnie yen is just one of the absolute new mvp additions to this there's also shamir anderson who's the tracker with a dog who's the nobody self-proclaimed tracker with a dog yes the black the cute little like no black dog it was a that was a photo i took there's a germ but it looks very similar to the this german shepherd dog he he had running around with them sick that he was sicking on dudes it was great he has a great role in it i don't want to spoil i don't want to spoil too much about it because if you already know what movie I'm, i'm reviewing you know you know what it is but it's just but they also have scott atkins who's been a fan of this for so long he's talked about it on the corridor digital channels of when they do the stuntman reacts videos and it's great and him in this is he has a great role in this i didn't even like see coming i was like what no that was him it was beautiful it's beautiful you have bill skarsgård as the marquee the man who's enlisted to basically uh hunt down john wick <laughs> and end him forever and then there's also, you know, and, and then there's just a great addition. There's Clancy Brown. There's Hiro, Hiroyuki Sananda, who's just, he's just, a, he's great. Everyone's just great here. And the one big part I was just surprised to see, there's, Nat- there's Natalia Tenya. And then there's, oh, here's the greatest part. I did not know this was this person's first movie. It's Rena. Oh, please don't let me mess up this. Rena Sawayama. She is so awesome playing the. She's so awesome. She's playing the daughter of the uh, of uh, Hiroki Sananda's uh, continental, uh, I would say, manager, and she and this is her first movie, and she and I did not know this was her first movie. I have not had this effect on, and this is a nice effect to have on me when I'm like watching a you know movie and I'm like, this is your, this is her first acting role. This is di- this is dope. Yeah, okay, cool. She she got she has range. Great. And she kills people. Awesome. She's she's got all. Yes, more of her, please. And she apparently sang the theme music or the one of the, the endings tr- song over the credits. I'm like, of course she did. Eye for an eye. You should listen to that. It's fun. But yeah, everyone's great additions. Lance Reddick is amazing. I did cry a little bit. That's a first for this franchise. I usually don't cry during John Wick movies. This one had me feeling it. I'm like, wow. Uh, if you've seen the movie, I have questions if they make a chapter five. I just have questions. That's all I have, questions. I'm going to pre-order my ticket. I'm going to be there. That's day zero. But, you know, I have questions. And one other note. And how much time do I have here? I need to lift this up. Oh, I'm at nine minutes. Oh, crap. Wow, this is really going by quick. I did not realize how how much i'm plowing through this movie it's, it's a three-hour movie let me talk about this the level of coordination and stunts i just want to shout out the fact that for several sequels now this movie started off as like a it felt like a kind of a low budget action film you would see like it's not something like you would definitely see this in theaters but you feel like they wouldn't have given it the marketing that would have pushed that the other films usually that other films usually have of this caliber 
but man, but man, you know what? That's what happens when you just when you don't when you are unexpectedly ex, you know expecting a Keanu Reeves movie to be like that's eh, whatever. I actually knew a couple people who kind of looked at the first movie as like, oh, he's like one of those guys who's just like you know he's like the boogeyman comes back from the grave and just starts murdering everybody. I'm like, yeah, but it's done in the most but it's done in the most creative way. The first movie starts out with him literally grieving and and grieving his wife. And then some kids just fuck with him. So happened to be one of those kids having to be Alfie Allen of the Game of Thrones film, of the Game of Thrones series. You know, Reek slash the redeemed Reek, for, the, the, redeemed, the redeemed dog known as Reek. The... Greyjoy, that was it was great to see at the time because then he got his redemption in Game of Thrones. It was awesome, but man, I did not expect a dog, a puppy, and a car to cause this much turmoil in one man. But then you realize you forget why he's doing all this. He's doing all this because he was in grief. The man has been in grief for four movies. He misses his wife. And they all keep fucking with him. They just keep fucking with the man. And of course, Keanu Reeves is perfect for this. Brooding. He just looks sad and brooding when he's just eating a sandwich. And we turned that into a sad Keanu meme. And he was like, I'm just eating a sandwich. I just I just look like I was deep in thought. I was eating a sandwich, though. It's so unbothered, and I love it. And it's so great because he's in peak form in this movie. And it's just so satisfying to see him in his element. He's fighting Donnie Yen. He's fighting, what was it? He's like best friends of Haruki Sananda, his co-star from 47 Ronin, the last movie they did together. He's, fun, fun fact, uh, Sananda was supposed to be in chapter three, but, you know, it's scheduling conflict. You know, he'd rather have been, he wanted to be in Avengers Endgame. And you know what? Respect. I understand that. You know, the, the two seconds I saw him in Endgame, worth it. So worth it. Enjoyed it. Moment. Just that was just one of those moments where I was just like, "This is a great superhero movie." But, but in here, it's it, he offers just a he actually offers a moment of tender insight into not just his friendship, his character's friendship with uh, John Wick. Uh, why am I? I need to open this up. I'm sorry. I'm trying to do like multiple things at once because it's just me here. Yeah. Yeah. He plays Shimazu Koji, uh, uh, Hiroyuki Sananda's character. Uh, Koji is talking to John Wick about the fact that, you know, we he, that's where you see the line in the trailer. You, we, you and I left a good life a long time ago, my friend. And it's just so beautiful. Oh, wait. I don't know which take they used of that, because I feel like I misquoted that. I may be quoting I might be quoting the movie or the trailer. I'm not sure. Either way, basically he's talking about the fact that it's Keanu is just that, that John Wick is just like trying to fade way out. He just needs to he's like, he'll kill everybody. It doesn't matter to him. The man is hollow at this point. I feel like John Wick is just hollow and we refuse to see it because he's just so good at killing. But that man is hollow and grieving for four movies. Because of his, his wife had only died just six weeks. Let's not forget, his wife had only died six weeks ago. This is all within the wake of her funeral. The first three movies within the wake of like three or four hours of her funeral. It, it's it, and so this man has just been grieving this entire time, 
And I think that's the reason this movie is kept going. This is John Wick trying to find peace now that the love of his life is kaput. And you know what? I can relate to that. I can understand that. So, uh, yeah, to wrap this up, chapter four, great. You, you got to see it. There is a post credit scene. I'm not going to talk about it, mostly because I have to go rewatch it so I can talk about it in another in a follow-up episode where I talk more about this whole wonderful franchise. But one last note before I before we wrap this little review up. I just have to say, now, fun fact, the the director of all of these of all three of these films is a man known as a stuntman, or at least a former I don't know if he's former still does some stuff. He probably still does. The man by the name of Chad Stahelski. Chad Stahelski has known Keanu Reeves for quite some time because he was Keanu Reeves' stunt double in the original 1999 film, The Matrix, uh, directed by Lily and Lana Wachowski. And because of that relationship and of also him being the stunt court and Stahelski being the stunt coordinator for the later two films, uh, Reloaded and Revolutions, which is why he shows up in Resurrections as a guy named Chad, married to Carrie Amad's Trinity, a reinserted Trinity, that aside the fun fact is just that it it's so awesome i bring that up because of course to mention the one person i haven't mentioned this entire interview that is lawrence fishburne as the bowery as the bowery king now lawrence fishburne as morpheus was one version of him that was just awesome to marvel because of his stoic nature but i could literally watch 12 hours of lawrence fishburne as the bowery king and enjoy every second that man hams it up so much i love every word that comes out of his mouth hell chapter 3 literally has him getting cut down he's like sometimes you just got to cut a motherfucker and then he gets cut down and then you see him show up and then he's like oh still alive just like you john and the wild part is is that when keanu reeves while I was promoting the movie was talking about wanting to get carrie ann moss in another john wick movie or project and i'm like get every person from the matrix into this if they even drag hugo weaving somehow into one of these john wick films or spinoffs i will be i'm just like yes i don't care if it means bringing them i don't that's fine i don't care i don't care that just sounds like we're gonna have beautiful cinematography combined with great actors and awesome and awesome stunts and just it's just it gets more beautiful with each new installment this is the this is like the action junkie this is like the if you don't like mission apostle and you don't like tom cruise this will and you love watching a franchise that just gets better with each installment or the action franchise that gets better with each installment this is the one for you all right so that's that's it i can't say anything more because if i do uh i'm just going to keep going over my limit my hourglasses my 15 minute little hourglasses up it's weird that they call it an hourglass and stuff even though they like various sizes either way Go watch John Wick Chapter 4. It's in theaters now. It should be on streaming or at least available for pre-order right about now as well. Uh, it's it's an awesome movie. It's great. It's just, it's the best. I have nothing else to say but great things. But all right, that's it. We've done, uh, that's a review. We're good. Scott reviewed something. Yeah, boy, we're good. Peace. Hello. And we're back. It's me, Scott Ranieri, the voice you've been hearing this entire episode. Okay. <laughs> All right, so this is the this is the segment called "On My Mind," which is typically stuff about that's you know on my mind. That's that's how this works. So here's the jam. It has been a few years since I put out my last episode. 
In fact, that's probably a good question to look up. And I usually don't do this during my episode, but it's been a minute, so I don't really... I don't understand why I have to keep doing this, why I do this during episodes, but it's fine. It's fine. It's it's the experiment. No, no episode is the same episode twice. I mean, parts of it are the same, but that's just the structural things. You know, what's familiar, what's constantly new. And so what's constantly new is, what's constantly new right now is me typing in this, typing in my uh, need for podcasting, for podcasting information. So that way I can figure out how many episodes I really am. I have been recording because that way I don't have to like, see like, five. I have to feel like, like, oh crap, how many did I record and did I misnumber them? Okay, good. So this is episode five. And the last time I published that episode was March 7th of 2021. That is over two years ago. (laughs) Which is probably, which is not as bad as, actually, you know what? That's pretty much on average from the episodes after the third one. After the third one, after the first three, yeah, after the first couple of episodes, yeah, it's got, it went from two months to two years so, you know, I'm doing better now. I'm doing better. So, here we go. So, here we go. This is the, uh, this is what's on my mind. It used to be called Odd Man's Rant, but in this restructuring, I wanted something that sounds a little bit more, you know, that helps talk about me in a little bit more positive light. Because I've, I realize I've had this problem. This is why it's been taking so long to record between episodes. Is because I don't feel as confident in myself to do a lot of the artistic stuff that I set out to do and the reason is because I kept and I I've started been writing it out I've been just I, I quit my uh let's start with the obvious so the last time you've probably heard my voice on this podcast the episode was called we don't talk about 2020 it was about why the last episode was in 2019 so you know COVID pandemic chaos nonsensical craziness Government's making no sense. People not making any more sense. Just absolute kerfuckery. And it's caused me, and unfortunately in the midst of that, I realized I was having a huge breakdown. I have been burnt out. Several months after this episode aired, I became supremely burnt out from office work. I got my office job again. See, that was a video episode. The studio I was shooting that episode in closed down because of uh, because they needed to have somebody who was on the lease for that space to be in the room, and that peer space stuff was not going to fly with them. So that's what happened, unfortunately. It sucks, and I, and I missed them dearly. Shout out to Multi-House DTLA. And here's the thing. It's great. It's been super great because... Well, look. None of that was great, actually. It was terrible. Everything kind of went like chaotically downhill because I was trying, I was, you know, I was not having a great living situation. I was borderline homeless. I was just, just dying, basically. It was not a fun time. It was just, the inside of me was dying. I was just, I was constantly just not looking at a, it's not a fun day. It's just not a fun day. It was not a fun life. It was not a fun era. I don't know how to condense that into a few minutes, but I'll try. Uh, 
basically about two years ago, I was not in the best of places in any sort. I was basically overworking myself for people who, to be frank, I feel like some people had really great intentions. But 2020 happened. And after that, I feel like a lot of people switched off their humanity or at least doubled down on their uh, inhumanity in some cases because they just did not care anymore. They didn't want to care about other people. I even heard it over the phone a few times while I was talking to people I thought were my friends. And it just, it's a lot of times where I just had to start slowly just making, you know, putting distance between myself and people of that nature. Specifically, I've had to do that with narcissists, which is the other reason why the other podcast episode was recorded, like, you know, which is kind of part of the reason I haven't gotten the stand-up in some, in a lot of cases. I've joked about this person before, and that was true. So, yeah, I realized that I have been just fawning over people. I've been giving my all my time, trying to be non-combative in order to avoid conflict And frankly, not standing up for myself and taking myself seriously due to the fact that it was just, I was just being shamed by everyone else on such a regular basis that it really hurt, it hurt my self-esteem for years. It took me quitting my job that I've had for almost a year. And it was definitely one of my higher paying office gigs. And I was just like, I don't. It was because I quit the job because I realized how little I was getting paid. And it was also at the at the crux of this job, finding a legal way to pay me less money. So I was literally quitting a job that had found a loophole with our driving with the driving reimbursement we got by changing our title and doing this whole influx as a way of cutting out, you know, as a way of cutting out like the first miles, like cutting out the first, say, 15 miles and the first hour of our commute. If you live in Los Angeles County, makes the job worthless. You have to move outside of LA County in order for that to mathematically make sense. But then you're spending all your money on gas. You're always on the road. There's no way you make any money. And there's no way you make any of that money back instead of getting paid per mile, which is how I was originally paid. So I realized, so at that moment when I knew they were finding a way to pay me less money, I flipped out at work. I told my coworker, they were like, are you serious? Like, I just saw this email. This is what they said. And when I realized that, and I confirmed it with my supervisor at that time, I made a plan. I wrote my resignation letter within that day, that that same day. And I was just drafting it as I got more information from my supervisor, who apparently thought she could confide in me by complaining about turnover and stuff. And I'm just like, like, I didn't have a resign. Like, I wasn't sitting next to the computer and what was open on the other tab underneath the work stuff underneath the work outlook email was my resignation letter in full screen behind the emails, which it was just like a great moment where if I've had to move stuff out of the screen, like, Oh, this would have been bad. It would have felt like a, it would have felt like a very poor episode of succession. And I mean, poor in terms of how much money they could afford, because obviously these people don't, obviously they don't want to pay anything, but I digress. The point is that I felt undervalued and they found a way to to value me even less. So I was like, fuck this. I don't care. There's no reason for this. This is why I also quit previous jobs in the past as a result. Now, as of late, the reason I've taken a sabbatical from every, from just about every other thing I did was because I was doing everything, you know, 
as, as someone who is, as I now have come to understand, I have undiagnosed ADHD. And that's because I was overworking myself trying to keep up stuff. I started other careers to keep to keep my mind off of the job that was sucking my life away for 40 plus hours a week and draining my gas and making me just hate life. So as I, so I quit back in February when as I got into, and as I started, you know, the months and days started to roll by after I announced the uh, Pentagon of content uh, video, I put that up on Instagram. I realized that I had just been doing all of these things for no one else's gain, but maybe just because I wanted to have others to have the gain, but I wasn't doing it fully for me. It wasn't what was making me wake up in the morning. In fact, I still have trouble sleeping and I was trying to figure out why. And I realized now it's just because I repressed myself for the corporate grind. And that, that's a lot of it has to do with how my parents raised me in that respect. Mostly my mom, because as if you've listened to my standup, I have dragged my dad across stages far and wide, joking about how uselessly how useless he is and irresponsible he is with his dick because he's six two and lies. That's what he does. Is that a horrible thing to put out on the podcast that you're doing? But right now, I don't. I know what's been wrong with me, and I know, and I have to recognize the source and the the pettiness. I can understand, which is why I can understand where petty people are coming from. I'm like, I get it, I get it, but I also can't completely sympathize because that type of pettiness is why I believe is why I still have student debt because that man served in the military and he didn't say shit about it, and that was a lot of money left on the table. Anywho. I realized I repressed so much of myself, my personality, my emotions, my sexual nature even. I did all of that for the sense of professionalism and for the office and just, I was encouraged to be a worker, a workforce. I I was encouraged to basically be Milton from office space. That's what I was. It was sketching me out. And over time, I just got developed a better style. I just developed a better sense of life and existence. I just, I just felt better about myself. And now I get it. why because it's, it's because of the fact that I was too busy trying to please everyone else who was just, well, I was under the thumb of a lot of people who basically wanted me dead. Well, not dead, but they wanted to use me until they had no use for me anymore. Just, just I was just taken advantage of by multiple people who've tried, to, who've gained, who thought they had my trust for years, and it, it hurt. It hurt a lot. But I'm trying to come back to, you know, taking an actual real shot and investing in myself and being more proud of myself, which is why I'm going to tell you about our Lord and Savior. I'm done. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, that was close. You guys felt that coming, didn't you? It's okay. No, 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 that's not, that's not what you're about. But I really am going to take some time in actually investing in myself and on self-care and just, you know, being a better person for myself and managing my own needs and everything. Because I usually put other people ahead of me all the time, every single day, trying to force something that doesn't exist when the things that come naturally are just so good. Case in point, by the time I was already, but by the time... Prior to me quitting my job, I was doing stand-up. I was acting in a play, and I was also shoot, doing photo shoots for people. I was doing so much that I didn't realize how much I had been draining myself, but I kept going 
because of my need to, to try and like I did one career to keep myself spiritually alive while another while an office career sucked my entire life away even though it funded a good chunk of its ex existence I was just stretching myself thin with no way to recourse and no like social or any type of real like social gathering outside of work it muddied everything so now I'm trying to do things where I'm much more aware and much more present so that I'm not overworking myself anymore. And I'm not overexerting myself for things and people who just, I guess, who just drain me. And I feel, and the reason, and the messed up part is that I feel bad saying it because I'm a very empathetic person. No, let me rephrase that. I feel bad saying this because I was raised to treat people and treat people with respect as if I would like to be treated. And I always try to be the person that puts other, that help the collective, I guess. But unfortunately, a lot of the times the collective has just sucked me dry and made it and gave it a very hostile space to communicate. It's like every time I'm in a space where I feel like I'm close enough, it's a hostile space to communicate my actual needs. There's no, <clears throat> I guess there's no, I guess, emotional bridge, I guess, there where I feel, I don't know, maybe the undiagnosed ADHD has made me seem a bit, uh, you know, neurotypical to people uh, or atypical to people. So it's weird. And I guess in that respect, it's just, it's just been harder for me to connect with people. But then when I do, it's really awesome. But then again, it took me going, getting up to doing stand up and theater and acting and all the stuff that I didn't expect to do. Cause I studied filmmaking and my student loans are still laughing at me, even though I haven't paid a cent into them. Thanks coronavirus. Yeah. Fuck up the economy. I don't know where that came from either, but it's just the joy I feel from not having to shell out $400 a month because, uh, hey, can you make $400 payments? Uh, no. Can you fight, motherfucker? No. I, I didn't think so. And that's sand right now, and I'm looking at this clock, and it says 14 minutes and 50, 14 minutes and 50 seconds, which means this thing is not 15 minutes. Target lied. But that's fine. The point is, is that with the recording of this, I am making a new statement of saying we're going to make more episodes of this. We're going to make more writing. We're going to put up, I'm going to start putting up comedy reels. We're doing all the stuff I want. I'm doing all the stuff I want to do. And I'm saying we, for some reason, like I have a whole crew behind me. I am the crew. But I guess I do that as a way of make, reminding myself that I just don't have to work, worry about me. I, I don't like it. See, that's how bad it is. I talk about myself. I even trying to talk about myself in the first person feels selfish. That's how horrible the workforce has done. The workforce has ruined me. Corporate America has ruined me like that. And people of that, that whole thing has just ruined my head. It's just, it's terrible. It's messing me up. Like I got Barry going in the background and season three of Barry going in the background so I can catch up on stuff so I can watch season four tonight because I have so much HBO to watch. It's a lot. Succession, last week, tonight. And I still have to, I still have to binge watch Last of Us. I have a, I have homework because I need because I want to make this show, but I also have to stay topical. So all of that is going to be consumed and watched tonight as I eat food. So hey, we're gonna have we're really I'm really gearing up for that. But I'm also gonna be be putting out episodes. We're gonna be putting yeah putting out episodes every Monday. That's what's happening now. I'm gonna record a separate outro, but we're gonna end 
but I'm going to end the episode with this segment. We're going to record it. I'm going to record a separate outro later for next week's episode. But for right now, but yeah, for right now, just to give you guys a heads up, all of the, this is just, it's all coming back full steam. So you can follow the experiment on Instagram at Scott the Experiment. And I believe on Twitter as well. But uh, hold on. I have to find the Twitter for this. Or, oh, wait, I don't have to. I could just go in here and I have a computer in front of me. What am I doing? Yeah, you can follow you can follow the experiment on Scott the Experiment on Instagram and also on, come on, Twitter, work for two seconds. Work for two seconds. Uh, of course, it's not on here. Of course, it's not on the desktop. Why am I surprised? All right, well, let me just like this tweet by my oh hey it's niles <laughs> good old niles abstin get get oh okay two seconds yeah get off there come here uh, okay i don't know why i did that was all grunting but here we go i have the twitter on the phone but this is really going a lot further than i wanted it to it's okay we're gonna book we're gonna bookmark this tweet that way i can just do this just slide open Set open. All right. We need to re-edit everything. As <sighs> of course, that's all I wanted to know. All right. Let's try that again, shall we? So, to end the episode, <laughs> we're gonna. I'm gonna tell you this. We're gonna have an episode every Monday for your week. So we're gonna have it, you know, to keep up with this so at least i have one remnant of my office lifestyle is that we'll have something cranked out for you every monday we're gonna have promos and clips and everything for that i'm gonna let you know stuff about my comedy on those podcast episodes as well and the updates and everything um so any upcoming shows that's gonna be a place to hear listen for that if you're a fan all 10 of you and seriously though if you're still listening to this after so many years i really i i applaud you for that <laughs> but you can listen to old episodes and you can also listen to the new episodes. They're going to be coming out every Monday. I'm going to literally be recording these episodes multiple in bulk. So <laughs> buckle up. It's happening. And then we're going to have them every Monday. So you can follow the, ex you can follow updates for all of that on Scott, the experiment on Instagram and Scott experiment on Twitter. And you of course can listen to all of this on you can listen to all this where podcast where you can find podcasts like Podbean, which is where it's homed, or anywhere else like Spotify, which and Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or just it's 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 everywhere. We're putting it everywhere. It's it's also on Spotify. I double checked it's still on Spotify. Yay. I pay for that. So yeah. Also, yeah, that's why we're continuing this because I still have paid for this to stay up for the last two years and they have my money. <laughs> it's $150. We got we to gotta get this going. So thanks for listening. The experiment is now closed. I'm going to eat food and watch Succession. So uh, thanks for listening and you guys have a, have a great week. Bye-bye. <laughs>